0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Making It Personal is provided by Sarah Vocations Ministry. Learn more at
1: join sera.org. Making It Personal with Bishop William Johnson on Iowa Catholic Radio and iowacatholicradio.com.
2: Welcome to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins with the Diocese of Des Moines. On today's show, we're visiting with faculty from St. Albert Catholic School in Council Bluffs. Our guests are elementary principal Pat Ryan and middle and high school principal Stephen Eubanks. to so tell us about the new school year, enrollment, their goals, and much more. But before we get to today's interview, let's find out on the Bishop's Mind
0: we want to give a proper shout out to Monsignor Larry Beeson. By the way, good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Sorry, launching right into it here. I'm going to kind of get my manners here, but uh, uh, to celebrate with Monsignor Beeson who waited uh, an extra year, as we did for so many things COVID-related, mm-hmm. to celebrate his 61st anniversary and Father Aquinas Nichols at the St. John Basilica, um, provided the hospitality and the occasion to, to lift up this to a tremendously dedicated priest, this mm-hmm. tireless servant, who in so many ways just brings the joy and really is the bearer of the oral tradition for the diocese, so much, his involvement as a seminarian at the Second Vatican Council, Mm -hmm. is being called out to identify the body of Bishop Daly in that Mm -hmm. plane crash at the the airport in Rome, and then his many, many forms of service. You know, we're going to be interviewing the uh, principals at St. Albert Catholic. He really was charged by uh, Bishop Dingman to bring together that system in St. Albert. So he spent three and a half years of his priesthood helping to bring that together. And Mm -hmm. so he continues to be sought out as a spiritual director by priests and others, and is just an inspiration. And I kind of think of him as one of my first people, really, kind of an ambassador of the Des Moines Diocese, as I'd been named uh, Bishop Elect to, to be at the Seminary and Convocation. As he kind of recounted some of the history of the Diocese of Des Moines, but ever ancient, ever new, he brings that fresh vitality. Right. And so, thank you, Monsignor Beeson, for the witness and inspiration you give to the people of God, including our priests. We also got going with our strategic visioning process. So people are going to be hearing a lot more about this. This is something that's kind of rolling out. But uh, Dr. Daniel. Ebner uh, from Davenport is going to assist us. So he gathered with uh, a steering committee that's just been composed representing diverse areas, constituencies, ages within the diocese. Mm -hmm. We were at All Saints in Stewart last Sunday. I celebrated the Sunday Mass with the community, but the the committee was there as well. Mm -hmm. And kind of our own formation, our own conversion as we want the Spirit to lead us so that the Spirit might uh, guide us and speak through us and giving vision to the entire diocese. Mm So a kind of planning phase that's going to, Last about uh, through the calendar year, excuse me, a research phase, let's get it right. And there are going to be focus groups, uh, over 30 of them that Dan and his colleague are going to be facilitating. Yes, some by Zoom, given that I think the mm-hmm. convenience that that poses, mm-hmm. but I think really a chance, including not just those who are kind of the, the homies, you know, those who are kind of already, uh, you know, with us, but maybe those who, for whatever reason, have felt uh, disaffected and disaffiliated. Mm-hmm. And so I think we really want to hear all voices because in that, I think the Spirit can, can purify us but also energize us and awaken our passion. So what does it mean to be parish? What are the structures? What are the key areas of our mission that God is asking us? The planning phase and then the implementation last year. We know many, uh, you know, continually uh, uh, contentious issues in our uh, church, our society, about the matters of vaccination for COVID-19, the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines in particular, that were not derived from cell lines, the HEK-293 cell line uh, that was derived way back in 1973 by a baby that died, whether by abortion or miscarriage at that time, uh, but the kidney cells that have been grown, those cells have long since kind of been phased out of existence, but the cell line continues to be the gold standard. So, you know, the question about cooperating in evil and abortion is a grave evil mm-hmm. that none of us wants to be associated with, let alone perpetuate. But is this something that, you know, even as a kind of morally, uh, uh, you know, tainted to some degree, but is that real consent to cooperating with that evil? Or is this something that is so distant and, and remote in that way? Because if we think about, it, and as uh, Father uh, Lawrence, uh, excuse me, Father Matthew Schneider, a legionary Christ, has pointed out to us, the list of over-the-counter and commonly prescribed medications that have used this as, as a kind of baseline testing, as a kind of gold standard. And again, we want to push these pharmaceutical companies to, to make the changes and to, to derive new cell lines that are morally clean and without mm-hmm. uh, any kind of contamination. But anything from Tylenol through pseudoephedrine, uh, all sorts of things that we might use, and prescription drugs, Synthroid, Atorvastatin, Metoprolol, Omeprazole many things that people are using now, albuterol for inhalers, all these things. So it would really, if we were going to be consistent, we would do away with all these modern medicines. And I don't think what God in good faith is asking of us.
2: We're going to take a quick break.
3: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women Now, provided in part by Permar Security providing security solutions for homes and businesses since 1953. Permar Security is a Catholic-owned family business supplying security systems, access control systems, video surveillance, fire alarm systems, and video doorbells. All alarm systems are monitored out of their monitoring center located in the state of Iowa. Permar Security, 515-244-5660, permarsecurity.com.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson. Our guests today are faculty from St. Albert Catholic School in Council Bluffs to talk about the new school year. Our guests are Elementary elementary Principal Pat Ryan and Middle High School Principal Stephen Eubanks. They'll tell us about the challenges they overcame last year and what they're looking forward to in this new school year.
0: So blessed to have these two servant leaders with us, and uh, one may be familiar to our uh, Western Iowa listeners, uh, Pat Ryan, who's been a part of the uh, St. Albert community for a good chunk of his life and different capacities and now as elementary principal, and then newcomer, middle high school principal, Stephen Eubanks, who comes to us from across the Missouri River, but is making St. Albert now his, uh, his center of his life and focus as well. Just uh, congratulations to St. Albert, uh, the uh, state baseball tournament, 1A tournament, over Key Lansing during the summer. Does that kind of create a little bounce in the step for some of the people as a, as a new school year starts?
1: It was, uh, it was a great way to wrap up an excellent year in our extracurricular activities last year. Um, I was just thinking, you know, about this would be easier to to list the few activities we didn't make it to a state competition. in. so it's just a a testament to our coaches and really to our, to our students, because uh, a lot of the, the people we have participating in, in our, in our sports activities are also the same students you see in band and in choir and our speech contests and our musicals and our plays. And it's just great to see, you know, those students be leaders in all of those different areas. So we're hoping that we can match that, uh. You know, that same level of uh, success this school year.
0: Indeed, and uh, you know, and so the well-roundedness of the students are able to exercise their gifts and have those opportunities, and you know, and overcome any kind of cliques or things or antagonisms that might you know creep up between musicians or athletes or anything like that. So I think that that kind of integration within the the larger community. Was there a big migration from Pottawatomie County to Carroll County to Carroll for that baseball <laughs> championship? Did they take over the town? I'm <laughs> sure
1: not. <laughs> so Kelly's a native of Carroll County, so. She <laughs> Jeez. Oh, <laughs> they're firm.
2: They're running.
1: You <laughs> can probably get us a nice perspective as being new to the school year. That was kind of when uh, new to the school at that time. So, and that was his, kind of his first uh, blessing into the larger St. Albert community. So, <laughs>
3: and I, and I can tell you that as the new guy um, <laughs> to see that standard of excellence, uh, you know, right in front and as a former varsity baseball coach, it was outstanding. And they're really, I really, uh, maybe taking over the town of Carroll is an exaggeration, but the green and gold certainly showed up uh, in force. And we were so proud of both those, uh, the coaching staff and, and our students for truly representing. So as the new guy, starting off with a bang like that truly put, uh, put some bounce in, in my step.
0: Marvelous, marvelous, and, and uh, comported yourselves well, and uh, great witnesses uh, to Saint Albert and to our diocesan family. So, most appreciative of that as well. Pat, you're your uh, your own position you've been a, you've been a leader in, in different capacities, but as elementary principal, and can you share with us why you know this feels like a good fit and kind of fits with your overall kind of vocational path?
1: Sure. Uh, so, I taught fifth grade for fourteen years. So, elementary was uh, you know was where i was most comfortable its the you know the level of students that i was used to working with uh, so when the opportunity arose to uh you know to look at uh, focusing just in the elementary which we have students from pre-k to five that i work with and then also our staff and our teachers from from preschool to five fifth grade uh it was just it kind of felt like coming back home you know it was where i was more comfortable it's not that i didn't enjoy my time with middle school and high school students i really do have you know like. Those opportunities, but uh, I'm really excited about getting back to you know to where I feel uh, my skills uh, are going to best fit. Tremantous. Fifth
0: grade—that's a—that's a neat grade, isn't it? You know, I mean, not quite some of the drama with middle school, but—but <laughs> exactly. but do you feel like young people are growing up more quickly given the media-saturated culture or other pressures and family dynamics? Can you comment on the sociology and the you know what we see with young people in that pre-K to five uh, range?
1: You know, and I. Bishop, I've I've been preaching that same message uh, since I started teaching religion uh, in the classrooms with fifth graders. I've always said each year, I said, this is a a group of people who have it, you know, uh, tougher, I say tougher than what we had growing up. even when I had growing up, just because of the amount of information that they are able to access at such a young age and what they have to do as far as making mature decisions that, you know, some of us in previous generations may not have had to have made until later in life. So it's really just a a focus on, you know, who do we look to as far as role models, who do we look to as far as leaders, you know, and uh, asking those people for help and, and how do we get through, you know, some of those difficult decisions that we may have to make earlier than we've had to make before.
0: That's a that's a really important insight, and you know that this kind of spiritual accompaniment that our Holy Father Pope Francis and this is one of the concrete ways it has to happen because we can put filters and blocks on on access to technology until the cows come home, but there has to be some discernment and really a call to to virtue and things, and uh, so it sounds like that's a little that's a component of what uh, you and your colleagues are all about.
1: Yes, it, it is something that we you know we work with, we talk about. It's something that we focus on as far as how do we you know how do we really guide our students to be to be better students better people uh, in our community
0: tremendous and mr Eubanks, stephen uh you know, you you uh, had a very storied career, as you mentioned, a baseball coach, but uh, an administrator on on different levels in the yeah. Omaha schools. And then, uh, when some people might say, "Oh, it's time to to hang up the whistle or hang up uh, that," you, you're all ready for a new opportunity. How how did this kind of grab your soul to to consider this position as principal?
3: You know, my uh, bishop, my my career has really been blessed. That spent, as you said, over over three decades across the river. And, you know, how the Lord speaks to you sometimes to, you know, gets down into your soul to say, hey, you still have a lot left in the tank and could be very, uh, I guess, intentional about the next chapter uh, that I write in, in education or of my life. So St. Albert's was just a fantastic fit and, and I will tell you just just being here and being immersed in the in the culture since July first, I am uh, more than impressed with the students, the faculty, the community that make up Saint Albert Catholic. I, I drive to work every day with a smile on my face and and just excited and energized to be a part of such a a wonderful uh, school and community
0: and just having had a few encounters with you you know you bring that dynamism you know that energy is is just kind of oozing from you in that way and uh, kind of lifting up uh, you know cuz uh, you know we all face those moments when we're kind of uh, focused within ourselves so i think your your presence now so taking this on just so we're clear for the record it wasn't cuz your wife said please get a new job <laughs> we
3: don't want you. She there's a little bit of that. I got to be honest. But no no it, i i was called to be here absolutely this is this is where I am meant to be.
0: Oh, and, and what a blessing. I think, and, and roundly, not only President Ann Rowling, but I think everyone who's uh, had that privilege of interacting with you as well. Uh, St. Albert, obviously uh, committed to, to the faith, to, to bringing that forward. How does that, uh, you know, how is that encountered uh, in, and lived throughout the, the course of the day? And how is your role not simply, you know, to, to fulfill the curriculum needs to provide oversight there? to ensure to that the professional development for the teachers and the accountability that's there. But how is there a spiritual leadership, uh, Pat, for your role? As you go on and uh, kick it over to Stephen after that.
1: You know, I think it's, and I'm, I'm probably not saying anything that's anything new, but, you know, it's getting away from that idea that, that faith or religion is just that class that's taught from 8 to 8.30 in the morning, or, you know what I mean, or the prayer that we say before we go to, you know, the lunch of the day or in the morning. It's really... For me it's about being an example you know as you're walking in the hallway or how you treat somebody who's in the hallway or in the office if you have somebody who's having a rough day how do you interact with that person you know because students pick up on those things you know they, they can call a bluff I know fifth graders for sure hmm. you know they, they notice that if you say something but then you don't uh, fulfill that same action they're gonna call you on that and I think that's the biggest thing for me and, and when we talk to our staff is you know, no matter what the situation, you're an example. And it's something that you need to make sure you carry out all the time, not just uh, during that 8 to 8.30 religion class.
0: We had that gospel from Mark for Daily Mass the other day, you know, and the, Jesus calling out the Pharisees and scribes for their hypocrisy. But uh, I think all of us can be convicted on that. And, and young people really kind of call us to to, to integrate and to, to be true to uh, what we want to be and what we say we want to be. So it's a, it's a you know, it's not... A, Big Brother watching, but the, those who see and hear everything, you know, our witnesses and uh, kind of uh, uh, assessing our witness in that way. How about for you, Stephen?
3: Yeah, I, I would re- reiterate what, uh, what Pat had said. It's, it's truly about, about living our faith. And um, when I first started here, relationships are very important to me. So I had one-on-one meetings scheduled with... Uh, each staff member before the, the year started and taking notes and trying to, to learn about uh, about who they are and so on. And so, one of the very first professional developments that uh, we conducted is tell me what St. Albert is about. I feel as though I, I know, but so they got together and words like family and faith kind of came through. And that uh, I said, you know, those are all exactly right, but truly our mission. And I really pointed to we'll start every meeting with what we're about at St. Albert is in partnership with our parents, our our parishes, excuse me, um, making sure that we are enhancing the potential of every single student spiritually, physically, academically, and morally through the teachings of the Catholic Church. So as I get in the classrooms and I'm utilizing social media to uh, really show the great things that are going on. Our Catholic identity is, is truly important, and it is a, it, an integral piece of what we're about here at St. Albert. So I try to display that message and remind everybody on a daily and consistent basis of why we're here.
0: That's powerful stuff, and we're grateful to that. I mean, because, you know, the human dynamic is if if someone is delivering that message who's wearing a Roman collar, it may be, uh, you know, compelling, but it uh you know it's kind of like well that's what he's supposed to be saying that's who he is but for a layman like yourself to say that i think it carries a resonance and and can open hearts and minds in a way that may not always uh, speak to someone if it's a if it's a priest or or or, or a bishop saying that so uh you know so that that's really something that uh, i think you can offer that uh, lens and and that encouragement in that way now you you're you know we speak of priests uh We have a new priest who's serving as chaplain, uh, one of our newly ordained priests uh, this past June, uh, Father Maxwell Carson, a native of St. Anthony's in in, uh, Southside here uh, in Des Moines. Uh, Father Max, you know, he's such a shy, retiring guy, isn't he? He's he's kind of a wallflower, (laughs) isn't he? We only have to call him out, you know, because he just wants to retreat and and contemplate and pray, right? (laughs) I'm Joe (laughs) Carson. So so his addition and then
3: uh you're speechless.
0: I was going I was going to offer. That was a I chance can't. to pile on <laughs> here <laughs> on Father Max. <laughs>
1: I actually Father Max current right as, as we were speaking is just finishing up his first uh his first mass with the elementary students. So uh I'll I'll send you notes. I'm going to give him about an A minus on his first homily. I'll send you some notes to get him through the long term. Uh, for what he's done. But no, he is send, send those on to Father Dan Kirby he he about. <laughs> about how great he's been and, and uh, he spent uh, the morning yesterday in our kindergarten in our first grade classrooms and it was great uh, Steve and I were able to visit with him afterwards and just his uh, I think he was used to working with a lot of the high school students so his eyes were his eyes were opened uh, when he was in some of those kindergarten and first grade oh. classrooms and, and I know our teachers and our students are, are really excited to have him here and he's, he's gonna be a such a great addition to me now right? yeah and you know and that
0: that inner child in him is not very far from the surface, so I think this will give him an opportunity to to, be, to manifest that. A very charismatic uh, young priest yeah. and uh, I think, you know, to, to share him with uh, St. Patrick Parish, as you're doing there, in Council of Laws so the kind of 50-50 assignment that he has. But again, how many uh, how many of your young people, your students, are, are also members of that particular faith community as well? And uh, I kind of appreciate his sense that you know, he's not afraid, you know, the the much-loved uh, and respected uh, Father Chuck you know, you know the pastor of St. Peter's, who you know just bleeds uh, green and gold for St. Albert. Yeah. But as we were walking through the, the newly renovated part of the gymnasium, the entrance area, he was kind of saying, "Now this part under the championship trophies is space down here. Is this where your incorrupt body, you know, someday, decades from now, that they'll place that to, to venerate you?" as everything else? So I think Father Chuck appreciated that pretty well. So, and then also uh, I was privileged as I had uh, some time to, to be with your. Your staff and and teachers last uh, a week uh, to share some messages with them, but to meet Sister Judy Eby, whom I believe is a religious sister of Mercy of Omaha. Now, can you tell her what her role is going to be?
3: Sister Judy uh, will be teaching theology to our eighth graders, tenth graders, and twelfth graders, and she, uh, like Father Max, is such an asset. To um, our staff and our entire school, uh, Sister Judy has a wealth of experience teaching in California and uh, Tennessee and Ohio. Advanced degrees, but uh, she is sneaky funny. She uh, she has great relationships with uh, with our students just in within the first week. And we're really blessed to have her here.
0: Indeed. I mean, that's a real jewel that you've put in the, in the crown there to have her as a great asset. And again, she's not wearing her degrees on her sleeve, but uh, she brings the, the highest level of competence. So if you're both willing to, to stay with us a little bit, uh, we'll put, span the break here and then come back and maybe hear a little bit more about some of the other faculty and staff.
3: Sounds great. That'd be great.
1: We're going to take a
2: quick break. You're listening to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson on Iowa Catholic Radio Network and the Spirit Catholic Radio Network.
0: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Making It Personal is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarans strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, org. Thank you, Sarans, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio.
2: You're listening to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson. We're back with St. Albert faculty, Stephen Eubanks and Pat Ryan.
0: Thanks for hanging with us, gentlemen, and uh, Pat and Stephen. Uh, we talked about uh, Father Max and Sister Judy, but you've got a much uh, well-rounded and rich staff. I was fortunate to meet some of them. Can you talk about some of the other faculty, and are there some newcomers who've joined you? And we'll start maybe with Stephen on this one, even though as a newcomer, Certainly. you're still learning
3: people. <laughs> I, I I am so impressed with the uh, with the faculty and staff that that we have here at Saint Albert's, and uh, I and I don't have the exact numbers, but I would venture to say, Bishop, that over sixty percent of the faculty and staff that we have here at Saint Albert have either graduated from Saint Albert Catholic or currently send their children here, and that to me sends a sends a strong message that they believe in Saint Albert Catholic schools that so much so that they want to immerse their family, they want to make it, you know, interwoven with their lives and truly, as you said earlier, be servant leaders. It's a very strong community here and our staff and faculty are, I would put, at the top
0: yeah because certainly you know they've been enriched by their their educational opportunities and the uh, the chance to, to to land somewhere else but uh St Albert's is their choice their priority and so that kind of loyalty does it does uh, it's a marvelous witness that uh, that they're offering uh Pat as you've seen too you know and bringing in maybe at that uh, younger age or just uh, some of the extra you know competencies that they bring
1: yeah and i think uh you know as I was Thinking there as Steve was talking, the biggest thing we didn't have a lot of turnover in our staff, we just have a lot of dedicated teachers who have been here for a long time. And to me, the biggest thing this year is after last year being a tough year on, on a lot of people, and especially our teachers and the sacrifices they made, but their willingness and the overall positivity that they came into this school year with was just amazing. You know, we could have had a, a staff or people who were, you know, I'm in mean, downtrodden or, or not wanting to jump back into it, but it was the exact opposite. And I hope you can back me up on this as well. I was just so thoroughly impressed with everyone's willingness to be back in the building, and then with their positivity. That was the greatest thing that I would say. You know, for the start of this year
0: you give positivity a better meaning than that it sometimes has in our our covid uh, time here as well but not really that uh, that truly that enthusiasm and upbeat spirit and uh, you know and again it was a grueling stretch and and so for them to come in with that same uh, passion that the, that they brought before and uh, you know again we're not clear of the specter with the delta variant and some uncertainties about how each week will play out and a lot of lifetime decision making for both of you and uh, i'm sure no shortage of people who would love to advise you or consult you so so you <laughs> You have to be discerning and, and selective as you do that. But one of the key decisions was to add a third kindergarten class. And so, you know, I think that uh, augurs well for enrollment and, and the kind of spirit these of, people are being drawn. Pat, could you comment on the, that decision?
1: Sure. Yeah. So we have seen our enrollment increase, uh, you know, with around 50 new families that we have coming into St. Albert's this year. Uh, another, at least this is from my opinion, another positive that came from COVID is I think it. It gave parents, and not just in the St. Albert community, but uh, across the state, it gave parents kind of a peek behind the curtain in classrooms. You know, when we were doing virtual learning and they were, you know, a lot more interaction with teachers, and I think that created a vibe where our teachers did such an excellent job, but in our community, there really is a, a, a positive, uh, you know, vibe in the community about St. Albert, and we've had a lot of more people who have called in, you know, with interest in learning more about St. Albert, so it has increased our enrollment. In our kindergarten class uh, was getting to the point where we needed to add a third section so that we could stay true to our message of a smaller class uh, teacher to student ratios and so uh, it's something that we felt would work great for the teachers as well as the students
0: tremendous. And we're down to about 30 seconds here, Steve. So I'm not going to have to be brief here. But uh, Ann Rowling obviously has done so well to inspire benefactors and people who want to support the mission. And so the opportunity, but uh, it's not just window dressing, but the, the whole gym and lobby and what that kind of says about the school. So about 15 seconds, if we could do that.
3: It is. It's an amazing undertaking. And I think it's a true testament to the entire community. We've had numbers of alumni and stakeholders that have donated their time their labor materials in order to make this work and it i think it it truly shows the pride that we have in 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 saint albert catholic
0: yeah and it is so stunning to walk in there and says you know this is a this is a big time environment so thanks to both of you prayers to
1: both of you as you continue to go through the year
2: This is another edition of Making It Personal, Bishop Johnson.
1: You can hear Making It Personal with Bishop William Johnson every week on Iowa Catholic Radio
0: and iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Making It Personal is provided by Sarah Vocations Ministry. Learn more at join serra.org.